Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Unprofessional Gamers. Uh, we have Shane here, as always. That's me. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm not sure why you're still That's here. That's my actually. name. Oh my god. And Phil, Shane's friend. Uh, wait, Shane, you have a friend? No. It's, oh. He's my colleague. Ah, uh, that makes wow. more sense. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think we're friends. I hope so. I I, I like to think we're friends too. <gasps> Yay! I guess I do have a friend. Look at that, Zach. Fuck you. I, I guess you outnumber <laughs> me one to zero. <laughs> <laughs> I have twice as many friends as you. I have zero friends, so that math That's... does not work out. Mm, okay. Anyway. All right. Hi, my name's Phil. Yep. Uh, before we get started, ah, Phil, I'm would you Paul. like to kind of... Would you kind of like to show uh, or tell everybody what kind of gamer you are, what kind of person you are, and your social security number, credit card info, uh, that kind of stuff? Uh, I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Yeah, but we're going to start with you. Yeah, uh, social security and all. Now, um, uh, I, I guess I, I'm a medium gamer. I mean, I play on Xbox One, um, but I... Uh, uh, I'm a big fan of Halo, and I'm a big fan of like a really big fan of PUBG and Fortnite. I've just started getting on Fortnite now, and I enjoy both games a lot. So I'd say I'm like a a medium medium gamer. I don't. I'm not. Okay. I'm not you're going out so there if, every day. So if your gamer level was a type of rock and roll, no, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> fuck this, no. For those of you that don't know and are kind of wondering, we did not post our our of... very own sound technician forgot to wear headphones last time we recorded. Yeah, yeah who, so who, whoever was that up. was. Who, yeah, who, I mean, whoever that been, loser was. It could have been anyone. Well, I mean, I mean, Phil, the only person who works on the audio is Shane. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, fuck it was definitely Shane. Yeah. Yep. So, it was hashtag me. blame you Shane. Hashtag yep. blame Shane. It's my fault. Not, Nice That's job why there wasn't a podcast last week. Ball, Jane. Sh- Jane. <laughs> God, I hate Jane. He's <laughs> even worse than the guy Jane. Shane. Guy. Well, well, who would Jane be? Would he wait? Would he, Jane even be a girl? Would it be like the girl version of Shane? Would it be a better version of Shane? A weaker version? Of Shane? No, that one doesn't exist. Um, the girl version of myself would be named Cicely. I've already decided this. I decided this a long time ago. Okay. Hey, hey. Um. Shane, you want to? Why dis- I thought through that, you don't need to know. Shane, you I, wouldn't I, I decide that your own name. You didn't decide your name, Shane. So, your dad would decide decide your name. Well, hold, hold on. I, I kind of want to know, Shane. Let, let's hear about this story. Why would you <laughs> want to be called Sicily? Okay, so um, in fifth grade, not fifth grade. Sorry, no. Uh, when was it? I don't know. I wasn't there. Okay, one year for Halloween, because I am notorious for having really long hair, but it's also super-duper curly. So one year for Halloween, um, we straightened it out, and I went as a girl for Halloween, and um, I decided to be named Cicely. The funny thing is is that like that was far from the first time I've worn girl clothes. It was just the first time I straightened my hair. That was like the only special part <laughs> of that Halloween costume. But I looked like my sister, so... I don't think I That's can imagine you with straight hair. Um, you don't want to, so... Uh, I guess that's good. Anyways, yeah. 
let's go on to the topic at hand. This week's topic, we have casual gamers versus un- or hardcore prof- gamers. Blah. Casual versus hardcore, that's why we have Phil on here, because he's the only person that we know who still plays on a console. <laughs> it's it's funny. I mean, it's it it sounds like PC PC Master Race bullshit, but like that's genuinely true. Yeah, I'm not saying I have anything wrong against consoles, except for the fact that you have to pay to be online. Game quality is at a peak where you cannot increase it any kind of way. Yeah, you can't change your settings. No you FOV are slider. Loyal to one type of company and only to that one type of company. Company, essentially. Well, uh, I mean, thirty it's, FPS. It's, it's only there because people choose it to be there. Like, I mean, like I have no issue against PC. Like, Shane, you've been uh, telling me to get a PC, and I've been thinking about getting a PC. I, I'm you still... gotta. You gotta. Once you join in, you can never leave. Oh yeah, here's you're a, not gonna go back. Here's the thing. I think if I if I got a PC, I'd only use it for games that really seem like you need a PC, like uh, like Ark Survival. So Evolved. so literally every video game. Well, no, I I enjoy I like the. Uh, I mean, control- well, I guess in on console, yeah, but like yeah, you can't I'm, you can't enjoy- play on your MacBook. I'm telling you that right. Oh now. yeah, yeah. I'm talking I'm talking PC versus console. In that situation, I'm choose uh, take Ark Survival Evolved. I would like to play that game on PC. I feel like that would be much easier to play it on than a console. But I think playing a, a uh, say like Call of Duty, I don't I don't play that game. But as example, um, uh, I would much prefer to play it on a console than a than a PC. I was the same way, man. I guarantee you, once you get used to the mouse and keyboard, you will be so much better. Mm-hmm. than on like, that console key, i keyboard. genuinely i genuinely that was a thing opinion i had too i was like i don't like mouse and keyboard i want to keep it to the console because they like the control scheme better and then i played on computer for a little bit and, and then i went back to console and i was like what is this shit right so uh, it's like one of those things where it makes sense like the keyboard especially when you get games you have a little bit more than the wasd like the F, E, Q, Z, X, Y, Z, and all that kind of stuff. It gets a little bit confusing even like for placement and well, stuff like that. the fact that WASD, because like when I first got a computer, I thought it was the arrow keys. And I yeah. remapped every single game I had to the arrow keys because I'm a fucking idiot. Um, for the longest time um, before I ended up switching back to WASD. Right. But the biggest thing is the mouse. Having that accurate mm-hmm. precision with a mouse and basically being able to control, like you control how sensitive you want the mouse to be, how accurate you want it to be, and there's none of this little stuff where you're kind of like tapping your joystick to see if you can line up that headshot and then hoping you get it. There's none of that. I mean, there is a little bit of that with a mouse, but you have a lot more control. And yeah, I mean, and we can, we can do a whole... Um, podcast episode on cross plat or not cross platform on um, uh, on co- the console wars. Um, mm-hmm. but in the long run, really, if you would prefer a controller, who the fuck cares? Yeah, go for it. All I'm um, saying is that you can play a controller on a PC, but you can't play a keyboard on a console. Uh, you can. Most multiplayer games will ban you though, if they find out. Because it's, like I said, it's OP. Here's a challenge, though. Um, this is something that I thought about a while ago. Uh, real big challenge. 
is play, uh, say, a game like Halo or like uh, Call of Duty with a Guitar Hero controller. (laughs) There's been some challenge accepted. Um, That's something that keeps me up at night. I'm going to drive to Bozeman at some point. Phil, you're going to meet me at Zach's house. I'm going to track down a Guitar Hero controller. Um, We're going to rig that up with your Xbox. They do have a, uh, like a, um, well, it would have to be an Xbox 360 because, uh, you I can't do that with, with the Xbox. Well, I don't think oh yeah. The, I don't Cross think compatibility. They have guitar- PC's got that. You bitches don't. Mm-hmm. Well, Just yeah, I don't, I don't think that, uh, Xbox one created an Xbox three, uh, an Xbox one, uh, guitar controller for, uh, well, when was the last time you heard anything or any big news about. Guitar Hero or Rock Band? The Rock Band! Oh, what a game. That was way better. That was the OG. Like, that was way better than Guitar Hero, if it, you ask me. It's fun. I mean... But even still, like, when was the last time you heard them make any new tech hey, for it? Hey. Or any new games for that matter? VR, buddy. It's all it's on VR yeah. now. All, all that, really? like, uh, Rock Band and Guitar Hero stuff is, like... The, like, like I'm not uh, saying like, Rock Band and Guitar Hero is dead. Oh yeah, that Beat Saber game. Yeah, yeah, that that thing looks fun. Yeah. <laughs> right? It looks hard as hell, though. I'm not gonna there's, lie to you. There's like those videos of the guys who have like a like the Darth Maul lightsaber, and it's just like the controller with a stick. Yeah. Just, yeah. Anyways, uh, so um, uh, casual versus hardcore video games. I think we're done shit talking consoles. Um, <laughs> oh, I'll never be done. Um here's the thing uh, but no like i don't it's not like i'm gonna look at a someone who plays on console and tell them they're not a true gamer or anything that's definitely not yeah, true. I mean, well let's talk well, about that, that where does the line of becoming a gamer start they well have... everyone's gamer if they play a video game okay that's where you stand yeah all right bill how about you it's hardcore versus casual that's the i mean i i I th- yeah, I'd agree with Shane on the sense that everybody everybody can be a gamer in the sense whether a person is a hardcore gamer uh, really depends on how like how much time they're putting in, how much they care about the game. Um, but I, I think like what is like there are like differences in like what should be considered like an actual game. Like we're, I, we were talking before about like uh, like Candy Crush and. Uh, like uh, phone games that really don't serve a, a lot of like skill, uh, like you don't you don't have to work for the, uh, to get to a certain point, a certain like uh, unlike uh, certain games where it's like uh, you have to like get used to the skill, such as like Fortnite. I, I I think it's not really about like who can be a gamer; it's about like what games are actual like like skillful games. Okay. What would you say would not be classified as a full game? Um, like, I'd say I, I, you you can even go as far to say that you you can grow skill in Flappy Bird, but I'll I'll say a game like um, where you're just tapping the screen just to like get coins, uh, and like, like that's uh, it. So like clicker Tap games. Cookie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like that cookie clicker, cookie clicker. I would say that's not a game. I would say that's not I a game. I deeply disagree. Cookie Clicker is one of the best games ever invented by man. You piece of shit. You're 100% right, but I used to play that game all the time. Yeah. Sorry. I don't, I don't keep think going. That game was literally like 
crack. Like it did absolutely nothing for you, but oh, it did. Oh my sake, god, you could, Such you a could good play game, that though. for fucking hours. I, I, yeah, I mean, I don't think, I think that, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a legitimate game. I'd say that is like, is an addictive. I mean, there's no other word for it. Uh, it, it. That was an addictive game, but I wouldn't say it's an actual like game that you can have enjoyment through, nor can you grow skill through it. Right. You and, can improve upon the make. Like you can upgrade things so that you can make more cookies per every tap, or that you can make more cookies when you're not playing the game. But I mean, those are but those are. Those are upgrades. They're not. Yeah. It, it's You're not, not like you won't get better at tapping, or you can't like yeah. improve your typing skills just by playing that game. Yeah, and I, I don't. I wouldn't consider someone to say like in a conversation like, "Oh, I'm a big gamer. I'm a big fan of that that cookie game." Like that. That just doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Well, actually, I have a question, and this is one that we did not talk about last time. Is what about school-related games, like games that are specifically designed to help you teach typing or English in general or math and all that stuff? Well, I mean, yeah, I, I, I could see that being – I could def, definitely see that being a uh, game because it's uh, – I mean, you're – Well, you're, they, are, they are games. Like, they are out there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah there definitely. There are schools who implement them into yeah, so, it, and they're, like, every kid's at that time, like, favorite time. I mean, uh, so so. What, but would you what, say that you would classify them as like your uh, how you defined half games? Uh, I would even say that. I mean, that's almost a full game. It maybe. Uh, I'd say that's more of a full game than a half game because you're. Moreover, you're actually gaining a skill. You say like a, a typing game, you're actually getting better at typing. I mean, I mean that's an actual skill you can take uh, back and. Uh, when I mean skill, I mean something you work at. Say someone like you look at Shroud, he uh, who's just an amazing uh, uh, Twitch streamer uh, and a, a, a PUBG player. He's he's just put in a lot of time and effort to get really good at the game. Uh, the same thing goes for uh, a typing game or a, um, a quick math game. You're constantly just exercising your brain. So okay. pretty much. Any, pretty so much so essentially, to summarize. Um, uh, games that you can play that are worthy of you qualifying as a hardcore gamer are games in which um, you can raise, um, you can improve. Your skill level in that game can improve, yes? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Pretty much? Yeah. So skill-based things. So, um, so uh, games like um, gambling things. Um, like I hear commercials all the time online about the newest local games and i get really excited and then i realize it's a casino but like they're not really games they're games for fucking filthy casuals well it, it is that's a tough call I, I myself don't like uh go to a lot of casinos and i haven't uh i i, I mean i've played like poker a few times but it's it's I'd say that's more of a game of chance. Poker's it's... poker's a proper game, but like well, yeah, you know, I'm talking like... about like slot machines and shit. But those are all like chance, and not even that. They're yeah. chance more in the house's favor, and more specifically yeah. designed when you win, that you play more, so you lose. I think those are games you could consider those games, but they would be on the same kind of level as like tap the cookie kind of thing. Yeah, like, they're mo- yeah. they're mobile games, is right. what they are. 
they, they're just a yeah. uh, more bigger expense. That's why there's actually like gambling mobile games out there. Yeah, so you don't gambling have to to simulators and stuff. It's illegal yeah. to actually gamble online, but I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah even the but... you're essentially just gambling with your money, and I mean. Mm-hmm. Those those cookie games are the same way. You're like you're deciding, oh yeah, I'll pay twenty bucks so I can get this upgrade so I can double tap faster. But you've just lost twenty dollars, and you're and you're hoping that you'll gain something. But I mean, but you I mean, know you know you're not actually gonna gain. You're not gonna like get your money back. Yeah, you absolutely yeah. know once you put in any type of amount of money for the cookie game, you're not getting that cash back. Unless yeah, you were mm-hmm. to sell your phone to somebody who is like really into cookie clicker and wanted a very expensive, um, well, I, I, already I think, into it game. I don't. Which, I don't know why they wouldn't just buy I, all the upgrades. Hey, there's people out there who want to make what is it, Kylie Jenner, a billionaire, the youngest billionaire or whatever. So they're just literally giving her money. I'm not saying it's a good thing to do. I'm just saying there's some people out there. There's some people out there who probably don't know how to handle money properly. They can name a few. I don't know them. What's like, up? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, even even Message. within, like, the cookie games, like, you're getting a, uh, like, you're, you're expected to receive a reward. And, when like, when you're thinking about right. it, it's like, Oh, I'll it's going to give you that dopamine boost. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the not, biggest thing. Not just that. I mean, like your the mindset of buying the the twenty dollar pack is probably along the lines of oh, I get a I get a tap more and I get this upgrade. You're you're receiving something, um, and it's it's your decision to use that money wisely or unwisely. And it's the and same that's thing. That's like for one of the biggest things. Why another reason why microtransactions are so big. It's because yeah. companies know that if they put in rare skins that they can look cooler and that if they put in like a little bit of thing where you earn more XP than everybody else for things or you can get more rare characters quicker, people are going to want to buy money because they're going to be – they're going to want to, you know, get it without having to work too much into the game of it for any number of reasons. Like you can say that – they really want to be. They really want to look cool in the game, but they don't have enough time to play it, or maybe they just feel like they're completely inadequate at playing the game, so that this gives them a little bit of a handicap boost, or because they have literally nothing to spend with their money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely agree. I mean, there's a lot. The there's a there's a lot of uh, need to like. I mean, I. I think I, I can't remember. I heard from a friend that uh, the before like EA finally took down the monetizing uh, transactions, when, when they, before they removed that whole situation, uh, gamers they were just saying kicked the, uh, Star Wars yeah. in the nuts and then yeah. like um, sold their blood to everybody for a profit. Yeah. Yeah, and I I, I want to say like uh, like a gamer said like it, it w- would take you about four years to unlock everything. It, it took um, more than it that. Was, 40. I, I it, was it was like two, two, two thousand uh, hours. Two yeah. thousand hours. Whatever that equates to. Yeah, but it was it was a because like, they're 
EA's um, philosophy. EA's garbage. Although, I do have something to say about EA during this podcast that is maybe positive. Okay. Uh, Maybe. But EA's quote-unquote philosophy of that was kind of going on to the whole thing where hardcore gamers would be um, more rewarded because they're putting more hours and they're putting more time into the game so that they can um, unlock these rarer characters and these better characters to use them in the game. That wasn't their intended purpose. Their intended purpose was that there's probably going to be a few like that, but anybody else who wanted to get it that didn't have enough time or wanted to put enough energy into it, they would just sell them. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I think I think like that's kind of like a like a dirty thing. What EA is doing is like they're saying, oh, I mean, if we're it, uh, for one, if we're supposed to like put a uh, a pedestal up for a a certain like respect for hardcore gamers, uh, and say and say, oh, these guys put in the, a lot of time to get these achievements to get all these certain uh, aspects of the game. Um, and then EA is saying, oh, you can be a hardcore gamer as well. You just have to buy this uh, $15 pack. But they're not even uh, putting hardcore gamers up well, onto a pedestal. They're even, they're just using the hardcore gamer excuse of get good in order to get profits. They're just yeah. using that as an excuse. Because yeah, even, yeah, even if you were to so- dedicate any amount of hours, reducing the amount of time as minimum number of sleep, minimum number of nutrition, and just spend the rest of your day and days getting it, it would take you so long to get every single character and every single one of the, um, just anything, any one of the heroes that they have up. And it's just so ridiculous that even if you were a quote-unquote hardcore gamer, which we'll get into where that line is, is still utterly ridiculous. And that's one of the things why Disney had to basically step on EA's throat and say, stop this shit now. Yeah, that, that was when I, um, when I heard about that, that was pretty funny. It's like, what the hell are you guys doing? Just like Disney's trying to save a franchise and EA's trying to profit off of it. Yeah. yeah, EA like they do is trying to murder it. I was I, I like putting putting all the like the transactions aside. I was really bummed out to find that you cannot be uh, one of those. I mean, I've only played Battlefront tw- uh, two a couple times, but uh, the the original Battlefront or the new Battlefront? Uh, the new one. I mean, I've played I've I, I've played a, I played the original Battlefront two uh, uh, hundreds of times. But um, such a good game. Yeah, it really is. They should have just reskinned it. They should have just what they should have done is just take that game and did what they did with Halo Two and just reskin the whole thing. But how is EA going to make a profit off of it? They oh my god, they would have. They (laughs) oh, I guarantee you right now, if they announced a remastered version, like like a full remaster, not like a retexture, like a remastered version of fucking Battlefield Two. Or not Battlefield, uh, Battlefront Two, the original edition. Um, I swear to God, I would spend a hundred fucking bucks on that shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, and I guarantee billions and billions and jillions of people would too. Like that would make them. That's like the Modern Warfare Two remaster that uh, Call of Duty did to save their franchise. Like, it would probably. It's such a good business play, and they haven't done it yet. And I'm just, I'm shocked by that. I actually don't know. I, I don't know if it's the reason why they because they know if they do that they can't really get away with putting any kind of microtransactions in it or if it's because they want to have 
EA has their own thing where they want to have their own way and their own say and want to have complete control over everything. I, I honestly don't know. I think it's more of Well, the, they uh, can't because they're literally people that decide what they are and are not allowed to put in the game depending on lore and um, what information uh, the uh, are in the movies and what information is coming up in the next movie that they can't give out yet. So, right. And so which Lego seems to keep fucking up. <laughs> Well, it's also I don't know Lego if you guys too, hear, so hear they about can do that. Whatever the fuck they want to do. They keep spoiling the Star Wars movies with um, with characters from the <laughs> Star Wars movies that aren't out yet. Lego, you, you, Lego, just Lego. You do you. You do let you Lego. And I if, mean, yeah, it, like, Lego's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, you, you saying you said she has something good news about EA? Yeah. So they said they were considering keyword considering um cross platform. <laughs> trying to get cross-platform with um, with uh, PlayStation um, for uh, uh, the new Battlefield game. That's cool. Yeah. I, I mean, at this point, I can see why they're doing it, because it's just something that they're... Because they're trying really hard to increase their publicity so it's a little bit better, so they're not the most down-posted thing on the internet. Um, yeah. But because so they they're, aren't they're doing that with Battlefield, the where there's no premium pass, there's no microtransactions, quote unquote, um, and there's none of that stuff. Is when you buy the game, you get every map, every gun, and everything that everybody else gets. And they're also continuously adding on new stuff to it that everybody has access to it once it just is implemented into the game. And I can see yeah. why they're doing it. And everybody, there's there's always going to be like a little bit of, especially when it's coming from EA, of they have something. They have a little bit of a trick. They have some way to make profit. And I honestly don't know. I don't know if they have a little bit of that trickery, if they don't have a little bit of that trickery, if they're kind of being... This is just. I think the point. financial crisis they got put into is, um, is enough for them to realize that the best way for them to make profits is to, like, right. rebuild their loyal customer base. And with everything... I, I am kind of looking, for, um, believing them on the no microtransaction and especially the no premium pass. Um, not only because EA has a bad reputation now, it's also because DICE is a good company and they know how to handle EA without having to have their franchise destroyed. Honestly. Right. I mean, they're just about the only company that can do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on a, like, a quick tangent, uh, you think, like, I haven't... I haven't seen anything good come out of Call of Duty in a while. I, I kind of feel like the whole like Call of Duty franchise is on its way out. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. Are we going to talk about this shit again? We're... Are we going to do this again? All right. I haven't talked to you All right. about this. All right. I don't know. Can okay. you can you hear, I, can I you hear my br- knuckles crack? Because we spent like three podcasts on this shit. <laughs> I, 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 but no. Okay. I said brief tangent. I said brief tangent. Okay. Well, the answer is yes. Brief. Call of Duty is on its way out, and it try it's trying really hard to come back, but it's it's um it's not doing so great. Well, the biggest... I also predicted the battle royale in Call of Duty before it was announced. I just uh, want to say, predicted as in you looked up some rumors and you think because of trends and everything. No, this is most no, really, Shane? no, really. Yes, if you want to go back and listen to that, our very first podcast. Um, no, our second one, the Battle Royale podcast. I genuinely said um, 
just because of the whole prop hunt thing and how they tend to steal game modes from other people that I would be surprised if they didn't have a battle royale. And then the next podcast after that, I did research into the rumor, and then the podcast after that, it was announced. Okay. I don't know if I completely believe you, but there's a lot of rumors. You want you want to listen to like 5 hours of of podcast? You, of you Do you want me to go back and do that? It's just a matter if you that? say it on a podcast. This is on the internet. Anything we say is literally BS, Shane. Well, anything on this podcast, anyway. Yeah. Well, let's not but, throw this beloved podcast down the drain. I mean, I worked, I worked blood, sweat, and tears to make sure this podcast uh, it came afloat. I mean, I know. Make I'm, sure your audio sounded good. I'm never yeah. gonna let that go. By the way. Yeah. No, you um, ruined our streak. By the way, you ruined damn. our streak. Uh, we had ten podcasts. That was podcast eleven. That's fine. It's fine. This is podcast eleven. What? We didn't miss one. Hey, I. I you know, I we were just taking a, a little bit of a hiatus. What, it's okay. What, People what, take hiatuses what, all the time. What do you think would happen if I, if not myself, but someone else did podcast 13 and it was terrible? Man, that would be super dangerous for you guys because 13 is an unlucky number. But I, I stopped it preemptively and uh, did it. You fucked ele- up podcast 11 instead? Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, I'm, and you know what's going to happen? I'm going to kind of fuck up podcast 12. You're gonna, That's you're okay. Gonna... You're not invited anymore, so That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Zach and I had a talk and we're not gonna invite you back. No. You're fine. Yeah, no. Well, come well, back Shane, whenever you like. Shane. Um but let's going back to the stay whole friends. Call of Duty thing. And that there is my biggest issue with the Call of Duty, especially since it is a Black Ops series. And yeah, I really like the first Black Ops, especially on its story mode. And I been a fan of uh, Call of Duty story modes, especially uh, Black Ops 1 to Battle, um, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare is probably one of my favorite and most memorable, memorables, but they are getting rid of that. They're just trying to like push it to more of the running gun kind of gameplay, putting it onto the Battle Royale, having all this stuff, but there's so many other games out there that do that kind of stuff. Like If you go online, you can find this, I'm um, pretty sure there's like a free version of that kind of run-and-gun shooter that's literally just a multiplayer aspect. That's all it is. Um, yeah, it's called Unreal Tournament or Quake. Um, can I just get us back on subject yeah. here? Um, so uh, if, um, if you had, like, if we had to tier gamers, like maybe tier, tier one would be uh, people playing clickers on their phone. Uh, and tier five being somebody who spent eight thousand dollars on a gaming PC, uh, you know, has like one of those two hundred dollar gaming chairs with a super fancy mouse and like six monitors, you know, that guy um, being number five. Uh, like, where, what would, um, what would uh, two, three, and four, what, what, where would those be defined, and where would each of us fall in those? Starting with I'd number two, I'd say I'm a, I'd say I'm a three. I'd say I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big, I'm a gamer, and I enjoy like, I can, I, I, I do have a taste and a palette of games, but I'm not fully like putting a lot of my money into buying games. Um, I'd say someone who's a like a two is like someone who occasionally plays uh uh like an a console or maybe a pc maybe like an alien laptop 
that just occasionally plays on that. Mm. Uh, I would say an alien laptop. Would well, alien laptops are kind of expensive, but maybe like an Acer, a decent Acer laptop. No, I would say here's here's what I think. I Phil, I I agree. I think you're a three, um, but I think um, I think number twos would be people who um, play on their phone, but they play like um, Clash Royale games and um and tower defense games and things like that you know that have like proper substance but are still mobile games you know so like um well what about uh people who play on uh handheld consoles like the ds and uh ps whatever and just um, play like one or two games on that i i'm gonna call those a three i think i think handheld games because here's the thing is i think if you have to buy a system specifically for gaming of any kind um, you automatically, automatically become a three. Okay. Yeah. I, um, I that's what I think. That. I mean, yeah. I think so I, if you have a laptop that you use for school, and then maybe you have like um, uh, Minecraft on there that you play every now and then, then I would call that a two because you didn't buy that laptop for gaming. Right. You bought it for. Once you buy the console, school. you're kind of just committed to it. However much commitment you want to put into it, but you yeah. personally bought it and you own something that is literally dedicated for nothing else but video games yeah yes I mean, I mean, I... yeah well i mean like up until recently i mean i uh the main reason i bought my xbox was because i wanted to play less than a handful of games and be able to have a blu-ray player with me so uh yeah but they, like but... like games like you bought it for games mostly I, right I, I bought it for games i'd say 60%. like if you wanted a blu-ray you'd just buy a blu-ray for well, yeah, like but 20 it, bucks it's nice it's nice to just have two in one uh, like, yeah. Right. Not, but, I mean, that's gonna affect your choice of console. Yeah. If but only you still want to pick a console. If only, a, if only an Xbox 360 had a Blu-ray. <clears throat> PlayStation did. Just saying. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, uh, like, what were we talking? There's, about? there's only one true uh, console, and that is uh, uh, the Xbox. The, the master, the master class Xbox, of course. Um. um hashtag, no. No. Ha- hashtag well, Xbox <laughs> Infinite. You realize Xbox is. In the in the world of video game consoles, it's the youngest, it's the baby. You do know yeah. I'm yanking your chain, right? What's that? You do know I'm messing no. with you, right? No, I know. I'm just saying, like it's the baby. It's like the, like I, there's only three generations. I, as 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 a baby, it's doing pretty well. I mean, I, I'd say it right, is. It is right now. It's yeah. it's we're hitting. I mean, it's doing better than the Sega Genesis. I mean, I, I'd say right now it's it's a little bit of a dry spot. Xbox One is kind of like I, for one, like why did they name it Xbox One? There already was a first okay. Xbox. Phil, we're gonna have you back on in a conversation when we talk about consoles. But let's talk about hardcore gaming and casual gaming. Yeah. Okay. So so we've got number number two is hardly defined, right? It's anybody who plays a video game, um, right. but not. Um, but not on something that uh, that they bought specifically for gaming. Right. And number three is somebody who plays video games on perhaps a regular basis or not, but has bought something that is specifically intended for gaming. Mm-hmm. Now, what is number four? I think I would have to define number four as kind of like a three, but with more dedication and time to it. Like we have, you have more like games. I would Zach, I would say you and I are fours. Yeah. Right? I would say that we're fours, especially since we have... I, I probably have the least amount of games for all of us in our kind of ga- um, gaming friend group, and I only ha- and I have, mm-hmm. like, 100-plus games. 
Right. And it's that kind of um, stuff where yeah, it sounds expensive, which it is. But I've been playing mm-hmm. it. I've been going over over time, dedicating some time for these kind of games and doing this, and then buying more games, especially when they go on Steam sales and that, and just have dedicated a large portion of my time, or a decent portion of my time at the very least, to video games to the point where I probably want to do so. I probably would end up doing something that would end up being game related. I mean, and just to add on to that, I mean, like if if you're considered a four and I'm considered a three, I only have like I only have five games, but I'm um, but yeah, you're, I I agree that a, a four would be something that's uh, uh, more of a three, having more games, maybe putting a little bit more money into their uh, console, um, but not yeah. But I not mean, an and I'd say, I'd say I'm even maybe even like a four four point five. Because, well, I used to be. I think I'm a 4 right now, but I used to be like a 4.5 just because I used to, and this is kind of where we should define the 5, is somebody who literally every day has a designated time set aside to just play video games for like at least 3 hours, which I used to do. I used to get on Overwatch and play competitive Overwatch for 3 hours every single night. And then when I got my graphics card, I used to get on and I used to play fucking The Witcher cuz I could finally run it. Um uh and I used to play The Witcher every single night for like at least 3 hours. You know, like I barely left the house. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that's sort of where the 5 starts to get in there um a little bit more. And I, I think there's, like, periods of times where you're more of, like, a five, 4.5 or a 4.9 or just a standard 4 or even maybe, like, a 3 at some points. And so it's yeah. like kind of hard. Like, it's not going to be a stagnant you are in this designated category until you exceed this, this, and this, and this. But it, de- it Yeah, it depends on what game you're playing at the time, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, because, I- like, if you're you found a game that you're really into and you just you have to play that every single goddamn night you know you're gonna you're gonna go up to like a fucking um you know if you're if it's phil's case i would still say you're like a four if he played that like every night if he like bought the witcher three and you know played that on his xbox which you should do phil by the way um uh because that's a really fucking good game um but um uh you know, I'd say he's a four, you know, because he still doesn't have eight bajillion games. He doesn't have, he, he hasn't spent like almost, well, fuck, I have like at least $4,000 in gaming equipment in my room right now. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, um, uh, so I'd say he's still a four. Whereas me, when I was playing The Witcher, I'd pro- I was probably up to a five. You know, the only thing keeping me from going up to a 10 bajillion was a fucking ne- neck beard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I guess that's part of the, um, well, I would place five as having dedicated time for literally everything else but gaming, where you basically have to set everything else aside and whatever time that you do end up having left, like you have a dedicated six hours of sleep, you have some time to play maybe a bit less so you can eat more and drink, and then having a little bit more, like having an insert amount of time for work if you were to do that. So I would classify fives as people who dedicate time for literally everything else in their lives, and then whatever they have left is what they they dedicate lives so that they can spend most of the time playing video games, whether that be work, food. So and they sleep. so they so instead of scheduling their video game playing 
around the rest of their life. They schedule the rest of their life around the video game playing. Yeah, and I can see some pe- some hardcore people like speedrunners who dedicate who their job is literally just to play video games at the fastest they can possibly go and they live stream mm-hmm. and do all that so i'm not saying like a hardcore gamer is that guy in your mom's basement who has a neck beard and a fedora and all he eats is doritos and mountain dew but i may or may not have both of those <laughs> things doritos and mountain dew right next to me mm. how's your mom doing by the way <laughs> no idea keep going (laughs) anyways but i would say that being a hardcore gamer whether you do it professionally or you do it unprofessionally is this is more of dedicated everything around you playing video games right i mean yeah i think um i I think well i mean are are um so would you say uh video game youtubers of any sort are um are a five? It depends on the I mean, the they kind of have to be. Because there's some YouTubers who do other things other than play video games. And there are some That's people... That's true. There are some YouTubers who all they do in their life... And they they could be doing other things outside their life, too. Like, they don't even have to edit. They could probably just be one of those people who have enough profits that they can get other people to edit for them. Yeah. Not saying that's a bad thing. they hire an editor? Yeah. Like, they hire a professional editor. So all they have to do is just play video games for a couple of hours and then yeah, they would have something released. Editor. We also hmm? we call For these people game. people who have given up on a career. <laughs> uh, uh, but I don't know. They could be like doing... Maybe some of them you could say and you could argue that they are hardcore gamers because they dedicated so much time and efforts into either a specific game or into a specific genre of games, you could add. But there are some of them who play video games for a decent amount of time, have a cool personality, and are very fun just to at least hang around, which is why I think they're so popular. It's just because they have a cool personality. They're hanging around, and it's kind of like you being at your friend's house, and even though you're not playing the game, you're still watching, you're talking, and you're having this decent conversation with them. And those people, you could argue that they are hardcore gamers. You could also argue that they're not because of what else they're doing. Right. Um, should we go back to console wars then? I think I honestly think this could be a whole dedicated podcast on this own. Console wars. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so here's the thing: is we did an off-topic, and we never, Shane we never really did wa- another one. Okay. Because I kept fucking up. Shane really wants to share the story. Should we? I mean, no. We promised. We, we promised. We did promise a story. We did promise a story. So I. Shane, you you have the spotlight. You have the whole microphone. Me and Phil. Can I have stay the silent. entire microphone. You have the entire this microphone. whole microphone mm-hmm. entirely to myself. Yes. Which is exactly what I've had this whole time, anyways. It's like, it's like I'm you take center uh, space. It's like one of those crabby stories, Shane. It's like uh, the microphone was within you the whole time. Yeah. I have a voice. You didn't my need voice the microphone is my microphone to speak onto the internet. It really helps, and you should use it always. <laughs> you twice. really should, because otherwise you're just a crazy guy screaming at a screen. But <laughs> Hey, you do you. You do you. But uh, um, Shane, take the, go for it. Okay, so I went on a um, – and I don't know if I need to tell the, the uh, whole story or not. I, I um, think we should. We have time. All right, all right, all right. So um, so the Doves 
our all white pigeons story will will move into another story about um the best prank i've ever pulled and i'm really proud of it um but um so here's the thing is uh my senior year of high school um over spring break uh my theater group went to uh new york we took a trip to new york and um sorry let me get a drink of water hang on my throat is getting very dry okay So we're on a trip to New York, and the thing is, is that living in Montana and being a theater group, we have a very small group. So they, the uh, travel agency um, uh, put us together with a group of kids from California, which was like 36 people, whereas we were like seven. So there were like seven little ho-punk small-town kids with these 37 fucking city, city kids. Um all on this fucking bus going through New York and stuff for a week. And um, in that week, during spring break, it so happened to have April Fool's Day. Um, so in the morning, uh, we were the first people on the bus, was um, was my theater group. And uh, I was trying to convince everybody else that we should tell the, um, uh, the other theater kids that doves were all white pigeons because they are all white pigeons but they would think that we're trying to play a April Fool's prank on them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the thing, is everybody in that class thought I was trying to prank them into making them think that doves are all white pr- pigeons, which I was not. Like, that's an actual thing. Doves are literally just all white pigeons. Um, that's there an actual know. fact. Da, I da, dare da, you to Google da. it. Um but anyways, so 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 it took me forever to convince them, right? So um so that was a prank in itself, and I'm quite proud of that. Um cuz they I argued with them for like half an hour before one of them finally fucking googled it and was so upset and thought that like that cuz I I eventually I did. I played into <laughs> it and I was like, "Yeah, I'm definitely trying to prank you guys into thinking that doves are all white pigeons." Haha, ha, very funny. Um anyways, uh so the 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 California group comes in and um gets on the bus and they and I try and pull that same prank uh but but um but but my my own my own Montana class uh fucked it up for me. Uh, they spoiled it cuz they were like this is dumb, stop trying to play pranks on people. Um so so that sucked. So anyways, later on that day, I um Anyways, that's the Doves Are All White Pigeon story. It's a great story. I tell it at parties all the time. I know. It's hilarious. Um, but yeah, anyways, later on parties. that day... No. No. <clears throat> anyways. Thanks for reminding me. Um, <laughs> and, and, anyways. Um, <laughs> so, um, later that day, um, a friend of mine and I were uh, both... Um, Fuck, my computer fell asleep. No, we're, we're, we're good. Okay. Um, a friend of mine are, and I are both off walking around, and she and we go to the Disney store, and she buys a fuckload of stuff, and they give her, I shit you not, like a three-foot long, like a three-foot deep by three-foot wide fucking bag to put all her stuffed animals and shit that she bought in there, right? Mm-hmm. All I had was this tiny little bag, um... Uh, you know, one of those, like, uh, drawstring bags? It's just a bag with, like, a drawstring, and the drawstring strings are the straps that you use for your backpack. You know what I'm talking about? 
Sure. Okay. Uh, cool. So, anyways, <laughs> um, uh, so I ha- all, that's all I had, right? And um, I went and um, I put it in her bag, and it took me a while to convince her because she, being the best actor in our class, is a terrible liar. Um, and it took me a while to convince her to participate in the prank with me. But uh, anyways, I put it in her bag, and I put it at the very bottom of her bag, and I told everybody that uh, somebody stole it from me, that I had set it down, and I was um, I was opening it up to get in it to, um, to get um, some money out of it that I had, and that it was stolen, right? But here's the thing, is for those who don't know me, I have a... Um, a hat fetish, essentially. I love the shit out of hats. I like to wear hats. Um, it started as me being rebellious in school because fuck education as it is today. But um, I just I just like hats, and I have this really old fashioned uh, classic stalker cap or a Sherlock hat is what they're called, and uh, that's what I was wearing for the bulk of the trip. Um, but that day I decided not to wear it, and I did, wore a different hat. Um, but anyways, when my bag got stolen. Um, air quotes, stolen, uh, that hat was in that bag, um, that Sherlock hat, that every all the Californians and stuff knew me as, the guy who wore the Sherlock hat. Um, so uh, when I told them that it was stolen, they got really upset. It took me a while to really convince everybody. I worked on everybody all day. I'm really proud of my acting during that period, whereas my friend just would not say anything um, they even checked her bag and somehow miraculously didn't find my bag hidden within it. I don't know how, I don't know why, but I'm happy it worked out that way. But anyways, so I worked on it, and um, at the end of the day, we're all out eating, and she, um, uh, not she, what? Um, they were they were talking about it, they are like, oh, it really sucks that you lost your hat and stuff. Like, was there anything else in your bag? And I was like, no, just 20 bucks and a spare change of clothes. And they're like, gosh, I'm really sorry to hear that. And I was like, yeah, but it's cool. And I reach into my um, into my bag and I pull out my Sherlock hat and put it on my head. And I was like, good thing it was it's April Fool's. And the whole room exploded. And everyone was very angry at me, which I am very proud of. And... um. Then the Californians told me they were going to all pitch in to buy me a new hat. And then I felt really bad. So you're saying if you waited a little bit longer, you could have got another hat? Oh, hell no, because as soon as they tried to hand me that hat, I would have felt so bad, and I would have came clean, and I wouldn't have taken the hat because I'd feel so bad. They probably wouldn't want to ha- give me the hat anyways. Uh, so, yeah. Nice. All right, you guys want to talk about the game of the week? Uh, you don't have to contribute to this if you don't want to, Phil. But if there's somehow magically something you can contribute, then feel free. Uh, what did you think about it, Zach? So I'm going to do the whole comparison to... dark. Having it compared to something like Dark... Actually, no, I'm going to compare it to uh, Hotline Miami. Because it's a little bit of the same okay. test, okay. but it's, it's different. For the first part, it's, it's very unique. It's it is unique in its own part, and the problem was with it is a you can't play it if you don't have a controller. If you right, which I don't have a problem with, personally. right? But there's a lot of other people who do. Yeah, uh, but it's a free game, so uh, those people can shove it up their ass. <laughs> okay, true. Um, although, although key mapping would be good, right? 
Um, um, I genuinely think they could have sold it if they put a little more work into it. Um, I accidentally went into it not playing the tutorial, so I was like really confused on all game mechanics. Me too. Me too. Um, I didn't even see that. I honestly there. think that they should have done like a little quick walkthrough before you actually start playing the game instead of having the tutorial on its own separate part. Mm-hmm. Um, so the levels, in my opinion, were just completely bland. They, mm-hmm. they, you could call it a bullet hell if hell was frozen over and you were outside the first level by a mile, a first circle of hell by a mile. It had some right. of that in, but there wasn't anything that was too overly difficult. The boss battles were unique and they were good. They were challenging, which is something that I do enjoy. The biggest problem that I have with this game, and I know it is a free-to-play game, but um, so there's obviously going to be these issues, but I feel like it's not fair. I feel like there's parts of it where I'm getting damaged because of a reason that I don't understand. Okay, here's the thing. is It took me forever to figure it out because I was getting damaged for reasons I didn't understand as right. well. Um, if you send your, um, your little second half of the soul over a pit and let it rest there, you take damage. Right. It falls in, and you take damage. And, if and you it's go actually it really, really it, difficult. to completely die. Yeah, go so ahead. it's really difficult not to let that happen, mm-hmm. and that's why usually you take damage is you launch your thing off-screen over some cliff or something. So really, the tactic is to launch your thing and recall it immediately so that it doesn't stop over the pit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I beat it. Uh, once you get the hang of the game, it it, it makes more sense. Right. Uh, another thing to it, going back to the whole damage thing, I think people should they should have had like a highlighted animation, or you could have been like something like red or more sound because I was taking damage without realizing I was taking damage, and then I died. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why did I die? This is so unfair. Um. But also another thing. I think the charge on the whole, because you have, like, the whole spread yourself, come back in kind of thing that does, like, mm-hmm. an area, quote-unquote, an area of effect, that t- delay should be shorter. Because all in all, it doesn't... It, you disagree? I disagree. Why do you disagree? I think that um, in the strategy that I used with that... Um, because all of those, all of those um, eight things that go come out of you and go back in, all do the same amount of damage as you would just hitting it regularly, um, which means that you could essentially clear room just by spamming uh, that thing. I think the uh, cooldown is the right amount. I think that um, making you teleport around and doing all that magic shit um, is a good way to make things not uh, go by so quickly. So. Okay, I'm. I'm going to go ahead and disagree because, A, when I was going through the levels and stuff like that, I knew my character was far enough out of range for most things for me to just blink in, blink out, or hit him with my soul or whatever it is, and then without having to take any damage. The like One of the things I just didn't like about it is just that I could easily clear through this without having a challenge, and not because of, not because the enemies were difficult, but because they were easy to gank. Um, and that's what I'm saying. Another thing be for the area of effect thing is that it doesn't do enough damage for me to be wanting to invest in it. It doesn't do enough damage where I feel like I need to save this for a proper time 
or anything. Like, there are a couple areas where, like, it's a very crowded area. But even when I'm doing that, it doesn't, I will, cannot guarantee that all the area, all the things in that area are going to die. Especially all the weaker ones, because they just might be in that area that, which is most of it, that isn't being hit. Because you're literally only going up, down, left, right, and then 45 degrees from all those angles. So there's still a lot of area where you can miss. And I'm going to say even with boss battles, you can only hit one, maybe two at a time. So I feel like having it decrease would make me want to use it more, or at least having it buffed up. That's, mm -hmm. that's what I would have to say about it. Um, you know, I really liked it, um, especially uh, after you beat the second boss, because you, you got to the second boss, and then you I, were done, right? Yeah. Um, after you beat the second boss, it does get significantly harder. I mean, it doesn't get, like, super impossible, but it does get harder, and that's when it starts to feel like a bullet hell, because there's, like, these weird meteor things that fly around, and they shoot, um, three different uh, fireballs at you at a time, and they shoot them very, uh, quickly, and there's a lot of them. Uh, um, mm -hmm. and, uh, and I, and I don't know, maybe it's just that I'm bad at video games, uh, which it probably is, but I, I felt genuinely challenged by, uh, by the game. No, um, I, I'm, and I'm I enjoyed proud of you, Shane. This is one of the few video games, game of the weeks that you've beaten. You've dedicated. Yes, so I actually beat it, unlike, uh, unlike you. And yeah. I, um, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I want to see the first them. Boss of Dark Souls. Uh, go fuck yourself. Um, I beat this entire game in the amount of time it would have taken me to beat the first boss in Dark Souls. Um, so you so can you're saying that you could beat ass. the Dark Souls? Well, obviously we have to see you beat the first boss of Dark Souls. It's never gonna happen. I'm never playing that game again. I hate the mechanics of that game. I love the hell out of these mechanics. I I'm okay don't... with diff. I'm I'm okay with difficulty, um, in video games if the mechanics are mechanics I enjoy, and I don't enjoy Dark Souls mechanics. I don't really also. I don't enjoy these kind of mechanics for this game, but I do like the Dark Souls mechanics. Well, you're you're you. I mean, you you enjoy playing Widowmaker. So, what does that say? You're also the only one in our friend group who hasn't beat the first boss of Dark Souls. So, what does that say? Yeah, because I'm have zero interest in doing so. So there you go. I Literally think Cuphead would be else fun. Has. I might play Cuphead. I've beaten every boss in Cuphead, and I've gotten black and white mode and two um, two phase mode. So, I do not have Cuphead. I've oh. never played it. I've literally never played Cuphead. Well, I'm excited for the DLC that's going to come soon for it. Well, I enjoyed Telephase. I'm going to get it. give it 193 apples out of 194. All right. I, en I enjoyed it. I think there should have been things to improve upon it, like me noticing yeah, I, taking damage. I want to see, see him build it. I want to I see a full-fledged game mm -hmm. out of these sort of mechanics. I think it's very creative, and I want to see... You know, I want to see puzzles as well that you can solve. Right, puzzles would be good, um, and, and also to just put the oh. I, the quick because even the tutorial is just really quick. So just put it up yeah. front before you even play the game, because most people are just gonna go right ahead and not gonna know what to do. That's yeah. my suggestion. So I would like it. to see this game a little more fleshed out, and I would buy it. I'd I'd buy um if it was like they added twice as many bosses and four times as many rooms in between the bosses, um with a few more mechanics um, to keep it interesting. 
I would I would I would buy it. I I spent like twenty five bucks on this game. I genuinely really enjoyed it. Okay. So. Anything else? Uh, for those of you outside listening on our Twitch, um, we are probably going to be streaming more on Sundays. Maybe. Maybe we haven't Sundays. decided yet. Uh, we haven't decided yet. Check the Twitter. Check the Twitter for that if you want. Any Watch more the Discord. Keep you up to date in the Discord, obviously. Uh, but we're gonna be shying away from Mondays. Is the biggest thing. Yeah, because it's kind of a bitch. Um, and probably some of you agree, or you know, you would if you were here. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's uh, so been that. that's been this episode of Unprofessional Gamers, and have a good night, everybody.